0: Hello and welcome to Sip and Savor. I'm your host, Mega McSwain. In a city like Houston with a very warm climate, oyster bars and seafood houses are buzzy places to dine. Chilled raw bar selections and saucy fish-filled ceviches can make complete meals. And there are few things better than curling up with a dozen raw oysters on the half shell and a glass of bubbles on a particularly hot day. It just takes you away to some coastal town. There are plenty of places to partake in Houston, but one that has long been synonymous with fresh seafood and oysters is Liberty Kitchen. Currently, there are two locations. There were others in the past, but there are two in the city now. The Oysterette in River Oaks with a large circular oyster bar as a major draw, and another location in Memorial coined Liberty Kitchen at the Treehouse. If you have visited Liberty Kitchen before, it may feel and look a little different today. Originally owned by the Feed Restaurant Group, it changed hands in 2020, taken over by Culinary Concepts, owned by Omar Khan, and is now under the direction of Chef Justin Yoakum. This group also owns State Fair and Memorial and Sugarland, so they have a lot going on and it's growing every day. If you know Liberty Kitchen as I have, you'll know that it has always had a great selection of oysters, both from the East Coast and Gulf Coast, but the menu has gotten a revamp and there are a lot of other dishes to explore as well. Think tuna poke, Texas redfish on the half shell, shrimp and seafood gumbo. And there are a lot of other options if seafood isn't necessarily your thing. There's a truffle cheeseburger topped with foie gras aioli and a 14-ounce ribeye with mashed potatoes. The vibe has changed a bit, too. At the memorial location, there is live music from local artists on Friday and Saturday evenings. And with tons of classic cocktails on the menu, like Moscow Mules, Margaritas, and Martinis, Liberty Kitchen is truly a festive dining out destination. Today I'm going to sit down with Chef Justin Yoakum at Liberty Kitchen in Memorial and talk about the brand as it stands today. <laughs> Liberty Kitchen, the treehouse in Memorial. Thanks for joining me, Justin. Thanks for having me. So let's get into it. I we've met a few times here, uh-huh. um, here at Liberty Kitchen and um, and at food events and stuff. But uh, this is the the first time we're really sitting down and talking. So I want to know a little bit more about you. Like I want to know a little bit about your background. Are you from Houston? Sure.
1: Yes, I'm uh, originally from. I uh, actually grew up probably two miles from here, uh, in Spring Branch. Okay. And then when I got older, my dad was in the oil business, and so uh, he moved overseas. We lived in Singapore for five years. Oh, wow. And it was really great because, you know, to go from uh, becoming the minority, I guess, so to speak, and to see it on that side of the spectrum was really interesting. Um, and we lived there for five years, and I eventually made my way back to uh, Texas.
0: Okay. And so, you, so you're like... Houstonian.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> through my career, I got to spend some time in Las Vegas and uh, Los Angeles as well. But
0: All the best places. Yeah. Singapore, Las Vegas, Las Vegas. I love
1: all those places. Yeah, but it, I mean, Houston's my home. That's where my family's from, and so eventually I spread out a little bit, spread my wings, and then made my way back here.
0: So did you, were you like always into cooking, or was that something that you discovered when you came back?
1: Uh, right out of high school, I feel like college has become kind of an extension of high school and so many people get out of college and or or out of high school and they just pick a major and how many people the major is flooded the market's flooded and they end up becoming the servers and bartenders again and whatnot and so um when I got out of high school I decided to be a computer engineer oh wow and because I was like computers make computers are the future engineers make a lot of money that's what I'll be and then I slowly realized that the math I wasn't into all that math (laughs) so uh I realized one day that my mom cooks really great Thai food and, and
0: you just told me this before we started, but you said you're half
1: Thai. Half Thai. Okay. Yeah, and my mom cooks really great Thai food, and I was like, you know what? I think I want to open up my own Thai restaurant one day. And at that time, P.F. Chang's was like in their heyday, so I yeah. was like, I want to do to Thai food and, and whatnot. But since then, my career path has kind of navigated through there. But ever since then, I uh, dropped my major, went to hotel and restaurant management, okay, the culinary side of things as well, and never really looked back.
0: Wow. So, when did you? Or tell me some of the places that you've worked in Houston, because I know you're, you've been with Liberty Kitchen now uh, in this restaurant group for a few years.
1: I have. Uh, so, I was with um, I was with Landry's for quite a bit, off and on. Um, I got to work through all their restaurants from uh, the Aquarium concept. Uh, I got to open up T Rex in Orlando and kind of see some of that family fun type. Uh, or family dining. Yeah. And then I got to do uh, McCormick and Schmick's, uh, Mastro's Steakhouse. Wow. Yeah, a bunch of different ones. Yeah, so you've
0: definitely... Chart
1: House as well.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. So let's talk about uh, Liberty Kitchen. Now this, there's two locations. There's one on San Felipe and And, then there's this one in Memorial which is called the Treehouse.
1: Well, that gets confusing so we're trying to kind of we rebranded it a little bit since the original, or uh, Liberty Kitchen office of San Felipe is kind of the oysterette. Right. We decided that that was kind of the concept, and we are trying to mimic that here uh, at the location of Memorial City. Okay. What gets confusing is when everybody calls it the treehouse. Yeah. They expect to walk in, and there's bridges up above and trees <laughs> on the inside. And um, we actually have guests that leave comments on, on review platforms mm. saying they were expecting a treehouse experience and oh, wow! didn't get that so
0: okay so you're trying to get away from the maybe the treehouse yeah
1: well the actual building itself is called the treehouse i know
0: it really looks really cool like you can see it from the highway from yep. i-10 and then when you just park and you look at it it's really an impressive architectural building
1: yep. yeah and it's owned by metro national who owns memorial city and you know the entire building i think it's the most eco friendly building in all of Texas. Oh wow. And it has, you know, rain towers in the back that collect all the rainwater when you flush the toilets it uses okay. rainwater and uh it has a rooftop garden up on the top to kind of keep the temperature down and whatnot.
0: So. It kind of looks like a treehouse from the future
1: yeah
0: <laughs> it's really pretty though so so these two concepts and now these concepts fall under a restaurant group that owns other restaurants too
1: yeah culinary concepts which uh, owns State Fair Kitchen bar as well
0: okay and then there's a couple of locations of State Fair that is incredible. cool so let's talk about we're gonna talk about Liberty Kitchen because I feel like State Fair could be a whole sure. episode on its own because that's such a fun place but Liberty Kitchen obviously it's a destination for seafood right Sure. And then this one, um, I feel like it's kind of, like you said, this is also family friendly. It's like a place where it's not just seafood, there's other dishes as well. So what's the focus here
1: on the menu? So with Liberty Kitchen, we tried to kind of, when we, we took over in August of last year. And when we got it, uh, we really wanted to, you know, what does Liberty Kitchen mean to us? And that's what we were kind of wondering. And we decided to kind of bring it back to its roots of what it was And what it originated as.
0: Because there was different owners before. There was different owners Right,
1: okay. And um, so we decided to kind of take it back, and we elevated the menu a little bit. Um, We tried to not just go the seafood route, and we're a little bit more of American style, so we have chicken dishes, we have some really great steak dishes as well.
0: So a little bit more approachable. If you don't absolutely love seafood, there's other stuff as well,
1: right? And and it always is kind of fun because, uh, yeah, I mean, we also did sushi and sashimi as well. So we're trying to kind of, go all aspects of the you know, mm-hmm. way you can go and almost have like a upscale casual experience, mm-hmm. but more, more of a casual environment. Well,
0: that's what I was going to say is I came here uh, a few months ago with my husband and we uh, came on a Saturday night and there was live music uh-huh. and uh, we had cocktails and then we had a couple of appetizers and I think he had a steak and I had um, scallops. Nice. And it was just a really nice date night that wasn't like you're going to some fancy steakhouse and breaking the bank it was like a nice um elevated dining but still casual and fun saturday night you know and like people who want to do a date night or a family night out every week you know or friday and saturday gets expensive so when you come to a place like this it's fun but it's like you know like i said it's not you're not going crazy all out, but the food's very good.
1: Yeah, and it's almost kind of like this hidden memorial gym because yeah. it's not—it's kind of off the beaten path a little bit. And uh, with us doing the live music on the weekends, it's like where can you go in Memorial Area and kind of get all of that? And right. It's Almost like a one-stop shop. You can come in and hang out at the bar, sit down, have dinner, enjoy live music. Right. You go home. Yeah,
0: it's such a big space. Like you said, you could just sit and dine at the bar, and um, but it's nice and open and airy, and I love that live music aspect. Especially with, you know, after COVID being in for a year to just like be able to get a f- like an, a you know full range of everything that you want. The gotcha. dinner, the cocktails, the music. So that's a lot of fun. So is there a difference between the two locations? Is, um, is there anything that's on the menu here that's not in the San Felipe location or is it pretty well...
1: Balanced. well we're trying to keep it well balanced um you know some of the exceptions some cocktails something over there we call it the river oaks here we okay. call it the memorial right but, uh, for the most part they are the same we are kind of still in the process of um, revamping the menu we kind of did it in stages mm-hmm. we didn't want to you know completely change it right off the bat I know when and you so, do that
0: you'll get angry diners you took yeah. off my favorite dish Yeah, and we yeah. still
1: try to make everything you know within our ability if somebody really likes something we still try our best to accommodate that mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we've kind of done it. Right now, we're working on our pastas, okay. and then um, once we get done with our pasta section, we should kind of wrap up the majority of it. We're gonna focus on it, hone in on a few things like desserts and happy hours.
0: So let's talk about the menu a little bit. It's a it's a big menu. Uh-huh. So, like you said, there's a pasta section. There's um, tell us tell me a little bit more about what other sections there are because sure it is kind of um, I, I, in my opinion I feel like there's something for everyone sure.
1: Yeah, so we have uh, an, uh, we're known for our oysters. So we have a really great oyster selection. Uh, we always bring in the freshest East Coast and the Gulf oysters as well. Um, we have a s- sashimi and sushi section, so you can kind of get some of that if you're into it, mm-hmm. like especially for lunch. If you just want something light and want it to be in and out, you can do that. Because you guys
0: are open for lunch, dinner, and, and brunch. weekend brunch. Right?
1: Uh-huh. Okay. And then we have a, a, a great selection of appetizers all, all across the board: uh, soups, salads, pastas, steaks, seafood, um, live lobster.
0: Cool. And um, what would you say is like a must-order dish? Like, or what's your favorite dish?
1: Uh, I really like our sashimi and uh, sushi selection right now. Mm. I think it's really great. We have a surf and turf roll, which you get a little bit of shrimp and a a seared wagyu strip over the top of some avocado. It's really great.
0: That's so interesting because I didn't know that y'all did that here. But yeah, yeah, that's really good to know because it is a little bit lighter.
1: Food standpoint, you know, a lot of it is uh, just... The, the ingredients, and we try to make everything simple and use really fresh ingredients and elevated ingredients. Um, I think a lot for this location, they come in and they really just see the decor. We've done some renovations here, and so, you know, the chandeliers and the kind of the dining room setup, uh, a lot of people in the lower area had no idea this was here, or right. they kind of thought it was something else. You know, else it's before. so funny,
0: because you said earlier, it's like a hidden gem. It's so massive from the outside, you uh-huh. know, the, the structure. But inside, you're right, there's all these, even though it's really big and, and airy, it's still got all these little rooms, like there's a private dining space, there's a really cute patio, Uh um, which is, you know, it's just really charming and it's covered. And then of course the bar and the, where we're sitting right now, these little cubbies where you have food. So it's totally private. Where do you get the, you said you're changing the dishes. Where do you get inspiration for, for like what you want to do? Do you watch like food shows and get, get ideas there? Are you into the
1: food Uh. books? I've always been kind of creative. And so uh, at the end of the day, I always kind of like to see what I have and try to play with it and try to come up with something cool. Um, either it take, you know, very unique or do unique twists on some more common dishes or okay. the vice versa. Do common twists on some of the more unique stuff. Kind okay. of blend it together and try to come up with what that entails.
0: Yeah. And um, what are your, I mean, you're a Houstonian. So what are your favorite, some of your favorite restaurants in town?
1: Um, I really like tapas. Okay. Um, and Korean barbecue. Okay. So I like to venture out and kind of go to some of those places. And
0: what about in, um, I mean, you've obviously traveled around the world, so, or lived around the world, but where, what are some of the restaurants that you've eaten at that are just, like, unforgettable or maybe you've drawn inspiration from?
1: Uh, a lot of the restaurants on the West Coast was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was kind of see. and living in California was fun and exciting, but... It's so expensive to live out there. Yes. And I always kind of joke around people like California. To be a Californian, it's more like a lifestyle than it is an actual you're living in that state. And right. So um, it's just funny because you see people over there and they don't, you know, they're vegetarian. They're gluten-free. They don't eat dairy and, you know, right. and all There's that shit. There's a lot kind of stuff.
0: vegan restaurants out there.
1: So many vegan restaurants. Yeah. Actually, that's a good
0: question. Do you have vegetarian or vegan options here? Because obviously do. people think seafood when they think of Liberty Kitchen.
1: We do. We do a, a vegan pokey uh, a vegan poke bowl, we're also going to work on uh, a vegetarian uh, cauliflower parmesan dish. Oh wow. And then um, we're going to probably incorporate a uh, vegan sushi roll as well.
0: Oh my god, that all sounds so good. I'm not vegan, but I hope to be one day, so I'm always interested in that. So is there, I mean obviously living in Texas there's um, usually a hefty focus on Gulf seafood, so is that the case here? Uh, a
1: little bit. We try to go more of the whole coastal um, okay. a- a- across, across the board. Even with our brunch, you know, um, I think brunch is always popular here in the South and people love brunch, but typically you associate brunch with like smothered and covered and more of that heavier brunch items. So for here, we try to go with more of like a Hampton style brunch.
0: Okay. I love that.
1: Yeah. It's lighter. It's so, you know, we have lemon and poppy seed pancakes. We have uh, avocado quiche and stuff like that. So.
0: Is there, is the brunch seafood heavy as well?
1: Uh, We have some seafood items through it, but uh, we try to keep it kind of broad. Nice.
0: So you've been back here for a few years and obviously been in this food world. How do you think Houston has changed in these last like five years even? Because it's changed a lot in five years. It
1: has, it's become this huge melting pot. I mean, it's always been a melting pot. right? And, and But what I'm seeing now, it's just, it's more, I think it's getting away, which is hard, but it's getting away from the corporate style restaurants and more of the individually driven restaurants. And it's allowing, you know, as a chef and, and just anybody in the, in the restaurant industry, before you would kind of grow up, now you're really kind of able to uh, utilize yourself as a personality, and, or just in general, right, and just what your skills are, and if you're really great at, you know, whatever kind of food, I think you have the ability to kind of showcase that here in Houston a lot better than it was before, where everybody just kind of went to corporate restaurants, and you didn't really It was go like, to the like the a
0: steakhouse pub. town, kind of. I mean, oh, it yeah. still is, but it, those giant steakhouses were like... You know uh, yeah. yeah, a lot a lot of people that I talk to will say oh I started here like you did I started here I worked here I worked for Landry's so um, yeah now it's gotten to be such um, sort of like a canvas a blank canvas and yeah. now people are just really splashing it with all kinds of color and it's really fun to see
1: and it's exciting to see it. it's actually grows out now and it's going into the suburb areas as well and yeah that's you true. have a lot of these like very, you know, chef-driven type places out in the suburbs also. And
0: they need those. I I grew up in Sugarland, and I mean, I was so happy to see a state fair opening there, because we'll, you know, we'll go visit our parents who still live out there, and they're like, well, where should we eat? And it's like, well, there's not that much out here, you know, so I'm glad to see that you're right, that all that is expanding. So I, like I said, I do want to do a whole episode on state fair, because there's so much to talk about there, but one tidbit you did mention is that is still expanding.
1: It is. We're scheduled to open up our woodlands. Uh, we signed a lease for woodlands, and it's going to go in Hughes landing out there. Oh, that's fun. Really, that's a good area. Yeah, yeah, really great area. We're really excited about that. It's uh, scheduled for later on this year.
0: So with all of this, I mean, you ha- have to stay pretty busy. I mean, two locations of Liberty Kitchen, and State Fair is growing. So do you think you'll ever make that Thai restaurant?
1: Mm, probably not. I mean, that's what I, what kind of draw me into the industry. But I've also learned that. You know, if you ask me now versus a long time ago, mm-hmm. did I want to open up my own restaurant one day? Sure, that was what I wanted to do a long time ago. Now, I just want to, to you know, with the ability now to kind of do stuff, and our owner's really great, uh, he's a really great guy, I really enjoy working for him. He gives me a lot of you know opportunity to kind of help develop his restaurant.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, you seem to have a lot of freedom, and. Um you know, to kind of really showcase your talents, which is really great. I was selfishly asking about Thai uh, restaurants because that's like my absolute favorite cuisine. And I just can never get enough Thai restaurants in Houston. Yeah. So yeah, just whisper in his ear. (laughs) (laughs) No, well, thank you so much for talking with me. Um, I'm so excited for all that's, you know, that's
1: coming up for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. We have a bunch of, we also have some stuff we're low key working on as well. So cool. Stay tuned.
0: All right. Well, see you next time at state fair. wait to get back into Liberty kitchen to try the sushi and sashimi that sounds so good like I mentioned to Justin my husband and I spent a wonderful Saturday evening at the memorial location and we enjoyed cocktails and dinner and the live music but I'm going to make it a point to go back and try that sushi I hope you enjoyed our little chat and that you learned a little bit more about what is happening at Liberty kitchen these days In Houston, things change fast and they change often, so it's always helpful to know what chefs are up to and how they are keeping things fresh and exciting for us. If you check out the Sip and Savor podcast on Facebook and Instagram, you can see pictures of the dishes Justin and I discussed. And of course, you can follow Liberty Kitchen itself at Liberty Kitchen Eats. If you love this podcast, please subscribe and look out for new episodes every Wednesday on the Eat, Drink, Dine podcast network. Until next week, sip and savor well.